Bill Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. Glad you are here. It is 4.07 in the afternoon, and uh, the weather report, in case you didn't know, is wet. All right, I said that earlier. You either just got wet, you're about to get wet, or you're getting wet right as we speak. So there's your weather for the day. Um, I'm going to bring on a friend of mine. Uh, Matt Clark is the um, president, the director of uh, the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. You're hearing their ads on our show. Uh, they do amazing work. They keep track of conservative issues in the law, and they defend the issues as needed. They, they insert themselves into cases to file what's called uh, uh, amicus briefs. They also uh, take issue with things once in a while and put out the press releases to draw attention to them. So the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty, Matt Clark, thank you for joining the show today. Yeah, hey, Phil. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Hey, listen, Matt, we're going to talk about Montgomery in a second, but um, I just saw something, and then you also sent it to me uh, at the exact same time I was looking at it, but Attorney General Steve Marshall just issued a statement that said that he and 19 other attorneys generals had basically achieved a victory by pressing on the Biden administration not to let critical race theory be taught in public schools, and that's a that's a victory in my opinion. Yeah, that that is absolutely exciting. Um, I'm going to say up front, if if uh, I'm not responsive, I, I'm having a little difficulty with the connection on my end. So feel free to repeat yourself if I don't if I don't get it. Um, but yes, the uh, this, this is a huge win. Um, we've we've discussed before how. Uh, critical race theory is not only bad policy, but in many cases, it's going to create a hostile environment in public schools that the Equal Protection Clause and uh, Title VI of the Civil Rights Act forbid. So uh, it, 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 it makes sense if you think about it. If you just perpetuate an environment where you're teaching uh, any kids, but you know white kids in this case, that you're bad because you're white, and you villainize them in front of the whole class, in front of the whole school, and you keep that up, then at some point they're being deprived of equal protection of the laws to get a, a, a quality education. So no, that's exactly I, right. I'm very glad that the Biden administration is back down. I, I, I am too, and, and i tell you what's interesting too, uh, uh, Matt, is if you look at it like just today, uh, you know, the usual firebrand, uh, Congressman uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez came out and, and said in her statements about critical race theory that it's just a boogeyman and that it's only taught in law schools. It's really not out there. And yet what we're seeing right now is people didn't realize this, but there was a grant program being being put forward by the Biden administration that would have funded the use of the 1619 project and other things regarding critical race theory into our schools. And, and that was being proposed by the Biden administration while people like Cortez or Casio Cortez are saying it's not really happening. Um, here's one of my favorite quotes, by the way, from A.G. Marshall's uh, press release, Matt. He called it uh, a critical race theory and 1619 project and other divisive and intellectually bankrupt political projects. That's awesome. Just That's one of my favorite quotes of the oh, day, yeah. I think, right there. Well, classic. Yeah, I, I agree with him. That's, a, that's an awesome quote. It captures it pretty well. Well, um, hey, Matt, you, you've been staying in tune. Obviously, the fact that uh, uh, you sent me this at the same time I was seeing it means that you're just as in tune with the, the, the news breaking. And, and, folks, we just, Matt and I both just brought that to you. Literally, that has been released as of today, like in the last hour. Um, so uh, we're excited to see it. Hey, Matt, but let's, uh, let's talk about something else. You've come on the show twice now. This would be number three. So, like, I guess you're like our most frequent visitor right now. But uh, 
you, you came on the show to talk about the fact that the city of Montgomery, under Mayor Liberal Mayor Reed's uh, tenure, is proposing an, a city ordinance that could violate the rights of religious organizations and citizens in general uh, by mandating sexual orientation and gender identity be considered in hiring preferences. Um, so update us real quick on that, and then tell us where it's at right now. I know you just put them on notice the other day. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you're right. You captured one of the biggest concerns with this proposed ordinance. Um, it would probably apply to, uh, to to churches, to Christian schools, uh, Christian small business owners, people uh, like that. So it puts a lot of people in the crosshairs. Um, it, so if you want to if you want to find the text of the ordinance, it's available on our website. It's alabamalawandliberty.org, so it's been reproduced in full uh, as a standalone post there. So if people want to get educated on, on what it exactly says, you can go there and check it out. Now, we've had some pretty exciting developments on, on this front. Um, yesterday, we sent a letter to the city council that was co-signed by uh, a total of seven conservative lawyers, one of which was was you pointing out the constitutional problems with this ordinance and even telling them the way that the courts are ruling right now on issues like these, the city's probably going to lose if, um, if they get sued. So that letter was signed by you, me, uh, Matt Saver from Liberty Council, which is a, uh, a nationally uh, recognized religious liberty firm, um, our friends at Eagle Forum and the Johnson Center and the Foundation for Moral Law and the Southeast Law Institute signed into that as well. So, you know, Ronald Reagan said, if you can't make them see the light, make them feel the heat. And that's kind of what I'm hoping that this is going to do, is by showing them how many organizations are lined up and ready to pick a fight over this. That might make them back down before the thing even gets up for a vote. Well, and that's exactly what we want to have happen. So um, more more good people, more conservatives have got to get out of the shadows and begin to recognize there's there's more of us than there are of them. And, 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 and we're seeing this in some places like right now, um, in Mountain Brook, uh, it, it was you know mentioned earlier in a conversation I had with Rusty Glover, who's running for state auditor. You know, Mountain Brook parents uh, uh, basically roared up. They didn't just rear up; they roared up, and they 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 got conservative race theory yanked out of the teacher training. Um, and then there's other things that have happened around the state where the 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 groundswell uh, becomes significant, but it doesn't happen enough. And sometimes things happen that fly under the radar. And I, I, I really believe, Matt, that, that you caught hold of this story before anybody else did. And, and you created a story where there was none because it was flying under the radar. And then you got a copy of the actual ordinance, the proposed ordinance, when it was not even public yet, which is a good indication of your, your, your contacts. And it says some pretty egregious stuff. So let's go ahead and expand on it. Tell us again what it actually says. And then let's talk about where we're going next. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, the, the, um, the ordinance is pretty broad in its language. Um, it would prohibit any form of discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity among um, other traits. But its application is just astonishing. Uh, when Mayor Reed was was initially talking about this, he, he wanted a limited ordinance that applied only to housing, government, and employment. And at times, it's still problematic, you know, for for folks who might you know rent their homes out on Airbnb or Christian small business owners like Jack Phillips out of Colorado, who's been stuck in litigation for nine years now because of uh, you know an ordin- uh, because of a law like this. Um, but you know, our fears were confirmed when it came out that this is not narrow in scope. It, it applies to pretty much 
everybody in the city, and it makes exceptions only where the United States Supreme Court has held that there have to be exceptions. So they're trying to make this as broad and sweeping as they possibly can, and it's it's pretty alarming. Well, it is, Matt. And so you put them on notice in writing. Uh, obviously, you mentioned that a moment ago, uh, uh, and, and I was one of the ones who joined you in that letter. Uh, but but now what next? Is, 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 so is the city council, are they meeting today to consider this? Is it on the agenda? Do we know? So they are meeting today. It is not right now on the agenda. So that, that could be an indication that, number one, Mayor Reed either doesn't have the votes, or number two, that our work has been effective in, um, in getting the city council to think twice about this, or, or maybe all of the above. Um, I am scheduled to speak to the city council meeting tonight, so it's, it's not on the agenda, but the mayor can still bring it up from the floor uh, if he wants to give it a shot. So um, if he does, I'm going to be there. I'll get three minutes to speak and just try to make the case that this is both bad policy and illegal, and we're going to win if we have to fight over this. So um, I'll be there to keep an eye on it. And even if it doesn't come up, there, there is time at the end where uh, you know people can come up and speak on what they call non-agenda items. Uh, I'm currently scheduled to do that, so at the very least, I'll get a chance to speak to the city council face-to-face and, and outline some of the concerns that we listed in our letter and try to discourage them from doing this. That's outstanding, and, uh, and I'm, I'm really glad you're doing it. I'm glad you're on top of it. I'm glad the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty uh, stood up, and uh, uh, we're, we're proud that you're out there doing this. And I want you to know this, too, by the way, uh, Matt. I had a, a, a businessman in Montgomery uh, contact me uh, via social media last night and was very concerned and he wanted to know exactly where he could read a copy of this ordinance and then uh, you got it posted on your website um, at Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. What's, what's the website address, Matt? Forgive me. Sure, it's alabamalawandliberty.org. Yeah, alabamalawandliberty.org. So this, this particular businessman uh, is, is somebody who uh, makes a huge contribution to the revenue streams of the, the city of Montgomery and is incensed that they're doing this. Uh, and I believe what's going to wind up happening, I think he is part of what I would consider to be the future groundswell on this. And, and it all starts, by the way, with the fact that you discovered it and you brought it to people's attention. That's exactly why uh, your organization exists. So uh, kudos to you, and, and, and thank you for what you're doing. Well, well, thank you, Phil. You know, I'm just grateful to the Lord that, you know, he, he gave us the opportunity to be able to do this. Um, you know, I... I, I live in Prattville right now. It's kind of a suburb of Montgomery. But, you know, I worked in Montgomery for uh, about uh, eight years and lived there for a while, too. And, you know, my my church is here. A lot of my my friends are here. Um, And so, you know, it's personal this time because uh, this proposed ordinance would crack down on people that I know and care a lot about. Um, I think it was Chesterton that said the true soldier fights not because he hates what's in front of him, but because he loves what's behind him. And uh, that's, that's exactly what I'm trying to do here. Wow, that's a that's a okay. That's that's a huge quote. I think I'll probably add that to my my quote collection. But uh, hey, listen, Matt Clark, I know you got things to do. Uh, good luck tonight speaking to the uh, Montgomery City Council, and we appreciate the uh, quick update on the radio today. Uh, thanks for what you're doing, and uh, we'll we'll check in with you more later on. Okay. Thank you so much, Phil. It's great to be with you as always. Uh, well, that's good, good, good deal. Listen, folks, that was Matt Clark with the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty. You hear their ads running on our, um, our radio show here. Uh, you can find them uh, at alabamalawandliberty.org on their website, uh, and they're they got they're on Twitter. Uh, but but ACLL we call them uh, is is hot on it. Uh, this is only one of the things they've been doing. Uh, they've they've literally uh, contributed briefs to a number of key uh, Supreme Court cases here lately. Uh, they're collaborating with other like-minded um, 
uh, Christian and conservative uh, legal organizations. And, and this particular letter that was just sent to the Montgomery City Council, uh, Matt was able to secure the signatures of seven organizations to show the city council that there is a lineup of organizations that will be opposed to this and will use their resources to oppose this. And what we're talking about is a proposed city ordinance that would literally say that sexual orientation and gender identity must be uh, considered in all aspects of both government and private sector enterprise in the city of Montgomery. Which means if you own an Airbnb and somebody wants to rent it for a gay wedding, you don't have any choice. Which means that you as a business, if you're called upon to provide uh, something that violates your conscience, you you would have no choice. Which means that uh, if there's a ministerial exception for churches, but there's not one for the support staff or the childcare workers at the church or the Christian schools. And all we're saying here is we can respect the fact that you have a differing opinion. You have to respect the fact that we have a faith-based differing opinion also. And Matt Clark at ACLL is doing a good job of fighting for that. Listen, we got a lot going on. We got more to come on this show. Phil Williams at Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right. I like to say that. And, 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 I, and I like to also point out, we are here for you. This is your show. We're going to open up the phone lines here in a little bit. We'll be right back. News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVN in the News Talk Giant in North Alabama. Glad you are with us for the biggest show in the afternoons in North Alabama, Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams. Glad to be with you, where the mantra, as always, is that we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, uh, I've been telling you guys about my friends at Otter Creek Farm, and i got to tell you one more time. Because in a minute, my whole next segment is going to be on guns, all right? We're going to be talking guns, talking about why guns are hard to find right now, guns and ammo for that matter. But if you are a, um, are, are, are you a shooter, maybe you're not a shooter. Maybe you'd like to be a shooter. Maybe you'd like to understand what it means to properly handle and make use of a handgun. And, and so Otter Creek Farm right now, ottercreekfarmstead.com, aside from all the other things they do so well, like have uh, wing shooting uh, for, for pheasant and quail hunting and, and culinary teams that will cook you gourmet meals and overnight accommodations and beautiful landscape grounds, a wedding venue, all of it. They also have a shooting school. And right now they're taking reservations. If you want to go down there, spend the night, have great meals, enjoy your time, have a, uh, a well-qualified uh, instructor teach you the basics and fundamentals of, of proper handgun use and build your confidence in the use of it, Otter Creek Farm. That's your place. OtterCreekFarmstead.com. You can find out more about it. Hey, we're going to be doing that in the next segment. Talking. So I'm going to open up the phone lines. In the next segment, I want to know 866-494-9866. 866-494-9866. Are, are, you, are you a gun owner? How do you feel about the fact that right now it's really hard to go to the store and even buy a bullet? by a single round. I mean, what is the deal? And I'd love to know, call in and tell me your thoughts right now. Why do you think that there is such a a run on uh, firearms and and, and the supplies that go with them to include ammunition? Why why can't we find it anywhere? And and is it curtailing your hobby in any way? Is it impacting you? I'd love to hear from you. 866-494-9866. Coming back in the next segment. 
and 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 just get your thoughts on that. We're going to talk about it in detail. I am a gun guy. Uh, hard to imagine. Uh, yeah, okay, really. But I am a gun guy, and uh, and I will uh, share with you uh, some of my favorite um, uh, gun hobbies, the things that I enjoy doing. Uh, the fact that I do believe the Second Amendment extends not just to the rights of a well-organized militia, but it also extends to the right to bear arms as an individual citizen, uh, and I stand by that. Hard to find somebody more Second Amendment friendly than me, I would hope. Um, that being said, I'm also going to bring up something else. I've been telling you guys that this show is literally uh, there for you, all right? It's there for you, and, and I've been saying over and over again, you are not alone. You, hear me. You are not alone. If you're watching the world go crazy, if you're watching wokeness show up in every aspect of life, if you're concerned about the direction of our government at whatever level, and you see liberal policies being enacted at your local levels even, you're not alone because we see it too. There's a cool song out there. Copper, we got to get this guy on the radio, Aaron Lewis. He's a country music star. He used to be a hard rocker with a band called Stained, but he's got a song right now called Am I the Only One. It is like top of the charts. It is making waves, and it's hitting people right in the heart because what it says is literally, you're not the only one. He's asking the question, am I the only one who sees what I'm seeing? Am I the only one who's quit singing along when a Bruce Springsteen song comes up? Am I the only one? Well, no, you're not. You're not. You're not. Aaron Lewis, cool song. Go check out Am I the Only One. I love that song. Charlene played it for me the other day, and it's one of those that when you hear it, you feel like you want to go bear hunting with a switch, but you also can get emotional hearing it because it brings up a lot. Um, Hey, listen, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right. The The phone lines are open. We'll talk in a minute.